All right, before I start the show, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, you might remember that I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, about how his company has helped thousands of people understand their bodies better through metabolism tracking. Well, MetPro just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and tailored strategy that their experts use. So you can start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to best. Now, my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up, so head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to learn more. Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's quick and dirty tips to slim down and shape up. My name is Brock Armstrong. I'm the new Get Fit Guy. And in addition to getting a new Get Fit Guy this week, you'll also notice that the show has some new artwork as well. We're currently undergoing an update to all the Quick and Dirty Tips podcast designs, but rest assured that the show's quick and practical format with expert content is staying exactly the same. Now, in this episode, I'm going to examine what exactly we mean when we refer to fitness, or when we talk about someone being fit, or in my case, what I mean when I say that I'm going to get you fit. Now, the word fitness is a bit of a catch-all. I mean, seeing as there is no less than three distinct components to fitness, and that includes cardiovascular fitness, strength, and flexibility, and summing those rather complicated topics up in one word is a bit reductionist, to say the least. If you look up the word fitness in a dictionary, pick a dictionary, any dictionary will do, you will find a plethora of definitions, depending on what category, medical, historical, or biological, that you choose. These three are the definitions that resonated well with me and work the best for our purposes here today. Number one, the capability of the body of distributing inhaled oxygen to muscle tissue during increased physical effort. Number two, the state or condition of being physically sound and healthy, especially as the results of exercise and proper nutrition. And number three, the degree of adaptation of an organism to its environment determined by its genetic constitution. Now, I find it interesting that none of these definitions include six-pack abs, the ability to run 42.2 kilometers or 26.1 miles in a herd, or having less than 6% body fat as a criteria. And personally, I'm pretty happy and relieved to see that. If being fit required looking like the photoshopped models on the cover of a shape magazine, well, I'd just hang up my coaching hat right now. As a way of unearthing the truth about the word fitness, let's examine each of these definitions to see how they apply to, well, us mere mortals. So, let's start with definition number one, the most clinical of the three definitions. The capability of the body of distributing inhaled oxygen to muscle tissue during increased physical effort. This definition refers to the fact that when you exercise, your muscles move vigorously, and that causes their metabolic rate to increase. When that happens, your muscles need more energy, so they produce more of the chemical energy molecule called adenosine triphosphate, or ATP. You need oxygen to produce ATP, so the more ATP you produce, the more oxygen your body requires. 
Now, using this definition of fitness, we can say that our fitness increases when we become more efficient at the process of using oxygen to produce energy. We can also say that the direct and measurable result of this process is that we become more comfortable exerting ourselves at higher levels, we can go faster, we can move heavier objects, or last longer at certain activities. That definition is certainly straightforward, but I think it lacks the nuance that we're looking for here. Surely there's more to the concept of fitness than just a biological process, right? So, definition number two, the state or condition of being physically sound and healthy, especially as the result of exercise and proper nutrition. Now, that's a little closer to what I'm looking for, but it's also a little more sticky. This definition uses words like sound, healthy, and proper that fall squarely into the subjective category. This definition also requires that we as a population have some opinions or ways to measure what it means to be physically sound and healthy. Not to mention the use of the phrase proper nutrition, which I'm sure would make even our very own nutrition diva shake her fists at the sky. Now sure, we can test for things like VO2 max, blood lactate threshold, body mass index, and even resting metabolic rate to give us an idea of whether or not someone is physically sound, but each one of those tests and measurements carries with it its own set of subjective issues and judgment calls. We can often determine when someone is unhealthy, but there is much more debate when we try to differentiate between what is normal, what is average, and what is especially healthy. Before I go on, I want to tell you about our sponsor, MetPro. Last spring, I did an episode with MetPro's founder, Angelo Poli, all about metabolism. And his company, MetPro, continues to help thousands of people transform their bodies by hacking their metabolism through concierge coaching. Now, I spent a couple of months actually using MetPro a while ago, and it was a really cool experience, I have to say. MetPro is doing some really interesting and innovative work to help you better understand your body so you can get the results you want. And MetPro actually just launched a brand new tool that lets you see the same science and the tailored strategy that their experts are using. And you know what? It's not a food logging tool or a workout app for that matter. The MetPro app actually allows you to start tracking, analyzing, and learning what your metabolism responds to using science. And my listeners get up to one month for free when you sign up if you head to metpro.co slash getfitguy to take advantage of this opportunity. That's metpro.co slash getfitguy for up to one month for free. Now, on to definition number three. And this third definition is the most interesting to me. And it goes like this. The degree of adaptation of an organism to its environment determined by its genetic constitution. Now, as convoluted as that may sound as I read it, I think it comes the closest to defining what I believe is at the root of our quest for fitness. The idea that the most important aspect of our fitness endeavors is that we must become and remain fit enough to adapt to our environment to the extent that is possible based on our genes, well, that sounds perfect to me. Now, don't get me wrong. 
If you want to go beyond simply adapting to your environment, I'm right behind you. After all, I have been seen at the start line of an Ironman triathlon or two, but as a baseline, this is an extremely noble goal. Now, let me explain a little more. If we first focus our fitness goals on such activities like being able to walk, run, or cycle to our workplace or perform errands, carry a heavy load of groceries or a child or supplies all the way home, get around our office building or our apartment building without the need for an elevator, stay on our feet for an entire workday without needing to sit down and rest, and even move large pieces of furniture to clean behind them. And as strange as it sounds, sit or squat on the floor without the need for a pillow or some kind of lumbar support. If we are able to perform these environmental activities, we would raise the national fitness average considerably. Plus, none of these activities require a gym membership, an expensive outfit, or a coach like me chasing you around the park with a stopwatch and a blowhorn. Now, I don't want to go all survivalist weirdo living in a bunker on you, but just to put it in a little more perspective, let me ask you this. If a particularly uncute dog was chasing you, would you be able to lift your own body weight over a fence to avoid getting your shoes nibbled? If your home was on fire, would you be able to lower yourself off of your balcony or your roof to safety? If your car broke down in the middle of nowhere with no cell service, how far could you power walk to go find help? And not to mention the most important question of all, in a zombie apocalypse, could you outrun those fast-moving zombies from the movie 28 Days Later? <laughs> okay, all joking aside, there have been many reports of people actually losing their lives in emergency situations, such as building evacuations, due to a bottleneck being created in a narrow exit or a stairwell. All it takes are a couple of people who don't fit this new definition of fit to jeopardize the safety of the group at large. Adapting to our environment, as opposed to finding, purchasing, or inventing tools to help us avoid our environment, is a perfect place to start in our quest for fitness. Then, once this basic level of fitness is met, we are free to layer on the chiseled pecs, thigh gap, revolved triangle pose, or other feats of physical marvels. Let's just view those as what they are. Outliers, bucket list items, and personal goals that, while undeniably cool, exciting, and admirable, are well above and beyond the minimum effective dose of what I would suggest that we refer to as fit. Now, Please don't take this diatribe as any indication that your new friendly neighborhood get fit guy is going to stop talking about cutting edge fat loss research or wicked new workouts to make you shredded or even the best new devices on the market to help you in your athletic goals. Simply take this as a quick reset of our collective mindset and cause you to take a minute to reevaluate your desire to sculpt your glutes or blast your abs. At least until you're willing and able to climb the stairs to your office, lift yourself over a fence, or simply get off the floor without using your hands. I mean, seriously, try it. You may be surprised how easy or how hard it really is. Now remember, if you have any questions or comments or you just want to continue the conversation, head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy or twitter.com slash getfitguy or 
quickanddirtytips.com and look for this episode, episode number 345. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I am the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. <laughs>